0: If you're a California conservative, a libertarian, a moderate Democrat, believe in common sense, or just a sane person, this is the political podcast for you. It's the California Underground Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of California Underground. I am very excited about this episode. This is an episode we've been trying to get going for several weeks, but here we are just in the nick of time for primary, very... Uh, Very pertinent and very relevant now that primers are coming up. We are just in the nick of time. So, oh, now we got an echo going on. Uh, And, yeah, I think this is an important time that you should be researching your candidates, not just because they have an R or a D next to their name, and realizing are they doing it for the right reasons? Are there red flags? Um, I'm sure if anybody's tuned in and followed any of us you know that we do love to expose candidates and we do like to do deep dives so without further ado i'd like to introduce my fellow content predators uh corinne tatum and camille williams how are you guys doing today
1: hi guys
2: good good thanks for having us on
0: so can we can we'll i call right. you a
2: team or are we a team or are we just friends
0: <laughs> yeah, we're, we're the content predators team that we named ourselves after being called content predators for digging up somebody's uh, past and all their stuff uh, but let's get right into it uh, I guess whoever wants to jump in first how did you get started researching candidates what made you want to kind of like go down this path Corinne says she wants to jump in first and, and yeah, explain first. when so, did she start doing this so for
1: me it started in 2020 um, I'm not going to assume everybody knows who I am, but I'm married to a pretty big conservative um, like uh, influencer uh, I don't know if that's the term so uh, people uh, Joe Collins, actually, who was running for Congress, came out and made a video about uh, my husband Candace Owens saying they needed to you know shut their mouths and they were don't know what they're talking about and just saying some nasty things and so somebody actually sent me a link to an article about what a scammy person Joe Collins was. And so I, um, the article talked all about, you know, the, his shady FEC, uh, his shady spending that was in his FEC report and other things. And I was shocked, like, oh my gosh, someone running, you know, as a Republican is not a good person. And so I didn't even know a lot of this stuff was available, available to the public and so readily available. And so then I just went on a crazy you know, obsessive digging through FEC reports and saw that he had spent, um, you know, more money on five-star hotels and steak dinners at five-star restaurants than he spent on any outreach um, in his own district. And so it was, you know, we'll touch on it later on how you can spot red flags um, and these things. But since then, I've just been a kind of obsessive about um, telling people to look at FEC reports um, of, congressional or uh, federal candidates um, campaigns uh, and just you know that people are not who they say they are
0: awesome yeah joe collins is definitely one of those candidates and we can talk about him in a little bit because he's got a new district he's running for and we can talk about a big red flag in his district uh camille when did you join the party of Uh,
2: very late i am very late to this party Uh, a little over a year ago I actually started my political research. Now, I've always been political. I've always been a researcher. Like, I'm the friend that you come to when you want to find bad stuff on someone or anything on someone, like I was the friend to come to. But I didn't know, like Corinne said, like I didn't know that so much of this information was available to the public. My knowledge was like, okay, there's, you know, these people with an R next to their name and I align with the majority of this person's beliefs versus this person, so that's who I'm voting for. And then a certain candidate last year that a friend of mine uh, knew who I supported, she started questioning some of his behavior and saying things, and it wasn't things that I could prove, but generally when someone has smoke, there's even more smoke that you can find. And that's what made me start to go on a research binge. And actually I found you two through that.
0: So I think it's safe to say we can just go out and and say who we're talking about, how we all kind of like connected. Oh,
2: correct. We're kind of what? waiting for you to lead us on
0: that just. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say it. I mean, it's no secret. We I had gotten into it because I, you know, obviously I'm here. I'm researching candidates. And one day uh, it, the major Williams, we all know who he is. Name is infamous now in California, had challenged naysayers and haters to look up uh, all of his expenditures because they're out there in the public to which I said challenge accepted. And I did it, and I looked it up, and found a lot of red flags. Um, posted that video, which then got me—I guess—got sent to Corinne, which then got to Camille, and then here we are, almost a year, two years later, still researching candidates. So,
1: a lot you has have- happened in that time. We've a just- lot has Phil represented us. We've Phil. We've won the lawsuit. We've you know been uh, the major Williams who sued us has been ordered. Uh, court order to pay our legal fees. Way to go, Phil. Major win. Mm-hmm. Uh, he still hasn't paid. It's, yeah. So a lot has happened since the yeah, three of us. A lot has happened been, since, over
0: a year bill. <laughs> since that video. Um, but let's get into how do we go about doing that? And I guess we'll start with the state candidates in California. That's a good place to start. So let me pull up my screen right here so everyone can see what we're going to be looking at. um So this is called Cal Access. Now, uh, they're supposed to have updated it. They spent like millions of dollars on updating this website. It's not going to be ready until 2025. It's been delayed because it's California. Who knows why it's been delayed? Um, But this is where you would go, and you get this on the Secretary of State website, and you can search for anybody running for state offices in California. And we'll get to congressional and federal candidates next but is there anything you guys want to comment like when you first get to this page what you're trying to look for
2: sure (laughs) um obviously you type in any candidate you could i don't know if you want to use major williams as a reference but you would type in any candidate and there is a way to sort by current years current election or previous years although you'll see a couple yeah there's going to be a few a couple terminated campaigns and then a a current one an active one
0: yeah so what you're looking at here is the you can just put in anybody's name and i'll show you the recipient committee and terminated means it's over 2022 is what is going on right now um and then there was williams for mayor of pasadena 2020 so that was when he ran for uh, mayor of pasadena this is this current one right now. So why don't we take a gander at whether or not he's actually spent any money recently. Um, this page right here, uh, any, you guys can just jump in. I'll just drive right. the wheel if you guys want to talk about what we're looking at right now.
2: Uh, I guess you could go to expenditures.
1: So that means money that he spent. Money he spent.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so you have all these different uh, things you can do, general information, contributions received, expenditures. So this is what, like, if we're going back to, like, the Major Williams video that I originally did, um, I like to look at candidates' expenditures because I think if you can see what your candidate is spending money on, it's a big red flag because if they're not spending money on stuff like mailers, um, campaign materials, um, advertising or anything like that, you know, stuff that would generally help you get elected. That might be something you want to look at. Would you guys agree with that?
1: I agree even, even fundraising, I think is okay to spend money on, Mm -hmm. but that, you know, that can get a little gray area ish. This is where I
2: like to go first. And normally I would sort by date, uh, you can't, he didn't put in the, any dates in this particular instance. But that's how normally
0: i would look at it and also sort by amount as well so if you want to start i like to start like from highest number descending because i don't care about like if you spent five dollars here i want to see if you spent like big money at certain places like
1: five thousand dollars at the ritz carlton
0: yes yeah no small amount um so first one at the top of his list uh al's auto and gas $106. I'm assuming that might be gasoline or filling up his car or
2: that's fine. I mean, gas is fine. fine. Correct.
1: For the most part. Correct. That's that shouldn't be a red flag. Candidates have to campaign candidates. Mm -hmm. You know, people donate money so they can campaign cost money to drive around a town a state, a county. So that's fine. They should totally fine.
2: But keep looking at the gas because I want to point something out about that on this particular campaign.
1: Correct. I just don't yep. want this video to be one-sided, to where that's every true. Candidate that's candidate. No, true. not By every. Why,
2: every... This is another example of someone who bought gas.
1: No.
0: At a... Yeah, there, there's not every time someone buys gas is a red flag, um, yeah. and that's another caveat. And I've seen this happen, and this is why we want to do this video is because I've had people who sent me stuff um, and saying, "Oh, they, you know, a certain candidate spent this much on." something isn't that a red flag and i would say well no if it's allowable under whether it's the california rules or under the fec rules mm-hmm. that's fine and there are some things that are big ticket items just because it's a big number doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing um you have to look at stuff that kind of like sticks out to you as to like well why were they doing this like why would you, um, like Omar Navarro is a good example of why did he spend thousands of dollars at the Bellagio when he's campaigning for a seat in California. But I mean, that's stuff that should be a huge red flag that should blare at you. But uh, Camille, you said you want to so yeah, I don't think list. you can
2: see it on this screen. But if you were to pull up the actual filings that he submitted mm. to, uh, for for the um, financials, what you're going to notice is that everything every time he went to a gas station, It was all within one small area. It's mostly Marietta and then cities connected to Marietta, which is where he lives. And we have another candidate that I can show an example of this. So this isn't just specific to Major Williams, but if they're driving around and buying gas to campaign, that's fine, but he's a statewide, he's running to, you know, to run the state. He wants to be the governor of the entire state of California. And yet all of his gas purchases are within just a couple miles of his home. So that's That's so he's the only campaigning in his home. And then what's funny about that is that if you look at his contributions, I believe he only has one contribution this year from somebody in his city. And so, why is he spending allegedly a hundred dollars, you know, hundreds of dollars on gas in one small area and he's only got one donation
1: from within that area? Camille, you, can you, excuse me, Camille. You, when you search, do you search by date or by amount? Sorry, I'm gonna get a drink.
2: I I generally search by date, but it's fine to to search by amount. Uh, to pull up the contributions, I think you're you just went to the screen, but you can actually look at the filings or export it, and then you it's easier to you know do a search, or you could just do a search on your screen for cities. Waldemar, tomorrow, Marietta, Temecula, et cetera, and see how many contributions he's really getting from that area. And is it like, is he actually out earning the area? But again, as a, as a state candidate, you're trying to win the entire state. You're not going to win the entire state in three cities. Now I understand if he's going to Northern California, he's probably having to fly up there and then use Uber and whatnot, but I don't even see any of those charges (laughs) on here. I don't see flights. I don't see hotels. I don't see Uber. I don't see Lyft. So, so now I'm not seeing somebody actually campaigning the entire state.
0: Mm -hmm. Especially for, if you're running for governor, you you know, you're not running for governor and you're going to win in just Marietta or your little county. You have to go all over the state.
2: Right. Mm. And so how serious is this candidate?
1: yeah Uh, just touching on like geographical location i don't know if this is out of order of what we wanted to talk about so we can touch back on it but this is also why it's important to like follow these candidates that you're vetting um you know if they're posting um how do we say like i know camille and i will do a lot of cross referencing to their like website showing um like when or where they may have had a campaign event or on their social media, because if they post, um, you know, like money on a fundraiser and then you go to their social media account and they're on vacation, you know, Mm -hmm. and they're not at a fundraiser, that's a red flag, you know, they're spending $200 at masters on a fundraiser and then their social media shows, they were on vacation with their family. That's, you know, you, you, social media really makes it easy to see what people are doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can get that in depth if you wanted to like cross-reference I mean people I think they don't put it together that (coughs) the stuff that they say these dates and you can cross-reference and and follow stuff and say you know where were they they spent money at this place were they really doing what they were saying and a lot of times people who are campaigning want to show you everything that they're doing they kind of want to overshare because sometimes they just like being in the limelight a little Mm -hmm. bit too much so to their own fault
2: and just to be clear, dates aren't necessarily going to match up exactly because sometimes they have no. to put a deposit down or it was prepaid or maybe no. they didn't post it on social media that same day. And that that's fine. I mean, it, you don't have to be very intelligent to figure out if they have an expense in another state. And then a month later, they show you at this hotel, you know, and it matches up like. That it's not like necessarily, it's not a red flag to be like, well, they posted that a month later or they sure. like, no, that's not a lie. Now, what business were they doing at the hotel? That's that's where you have to really, you know, kind of sort through. Did they actually mm. have legit business at the hotel or was it just a family vacation?
0: Yeah. So just for like comparison's sake, let's just do like Gavin Newsom. He's got a lot. Oh my goodness. A lot. That's a
2: lot <laughs> Some super packs too.
0: Yeah, so when you put it, you also get a lot of their packs and people who are backing him. Newsom for California, this was 2010. Um, why can't I find where his act- California Patriot Coalition? Oh, that's for recall, Gavin Newsom. Uh, why can't I find... Here, we'll just do this. Here we go. Newsom for California Governor in 2022. So this gives you an idea of like contributions from this period $1.8 million total contributions, ending cash. So you can see right here, this is how much he has on hand. So, in case you're wondering how much cash people have on hand, uh, Noodles has a lot of cash on hand to spend in this upcoming election. And he can also send that cash out to other people as well. Committees can send cash to other they can send it to the democratic party, they can send it to other candidates. So him raising 23 million dollars is not he's not going to probably spend 23 million dollars, but he'll likely use that for other purposes as well. Um any other state candidates you would like to use as an example to like hop into to look at their stuff?
2: Do you want to use the, the other one that you recently did a video on?
0: Um yeah, well yeah, that's FEC though. We'd have to jump no. Oh, no. No, that's FEC, too, because he's congressional. Oh, it
2: is. You're right. You're right. Sorry.
0: Um, yeah, those are FEC. Anybody in Congress, you have to go through FEC. So I was Ooh, let's just it.
1: another thing is I think um, the people that, that I usually look up, I would say, other than the, the people in my own state that I, I'm interested in voting for, um, are people that we already like have a feeling are kind of shady. But I think it's important when you're doing this to not go in with an attitude of like trying to find something. It's more of just seeing what pops out and just being yeah. curious. So, yeah, I was going to say, I think we should look through um, like a, a popular Republican candidate um, or not just a Republican candidate. But somebody who's popular, or the Trumino or the guy who the GOP endorsed. Um, yeah, so we can see we, just to compare some red flags to a normal, um, what we would call a normal campaign.
0: Yeah, Yeah, so like, this is Anthony Tremino's 2022 Mm -hmm. uh, committee. You can see right here, $15,000 on campaign consultants. I need to be a consultant. Yeah, I I think that's where the money's at. I should stop doing social media and just try and be a consultant. Um, $14,000 for campaign paraphernalia, another Mm $10,000. Consultants, more, $10,000. So, Estrella Media is another. So, these are big expenditures and this is like this would probably be more of a legitimate campaign where they're actually spending money on oh, guys, back media. We know them. Um,
2: I got mail from him, like snail mail from the Torino campaign. They have, yeah. to, you know, they have to buy the stamps for that. They have to buy the actual, you know, printout yeah. that someone had to made the graphics. Like obviously, all that is legit.
0: Yeah, and mailers are not like if you look up mailers. And you talk to any candidate, they're going to tell you mailers are expensive. Like it's not cheap. You would think, um, yeah, we're just put slapping stamps on these things and and sending them out. Like the assembly districts spend tens of thousands, if not like hundred thousand dollars on mailers. Like it's a lot of money to spend money on mailers. So that's definitely not a red flag if you see someone spending that much money on mailers. That's that's pretty much in line. Um, I
2: think. Uh campaign managers and consultants is also normal. But I think when you see campaign manager, assistant campaign manager, assistant to the assistant campaign manager, it's getting a little extreme.
0: Yeah. And and I guess we could get to that in a little bit. But you can also if you wanted to, you could go through like all these business and all these names, and like, look up, are these actual like, that's one thing I like to do is, if they have like a legitimate site, that's usually a good thing. Um, if they have like an actual office, that's another thing. You can go on Google Maps and like put in their address. And if their address is something like a single bedroom apartment that was just started, I don't know, like two months before the campaign ended. That's a big red flag. <coughs> <a> campaign... <laughs> it seems like we're getting a lot of examples from Joe Collins. There's a couple candidates who are, are very good for these examples um but that's another way you can do it so this is just like a starting point and even though you may look at these numbers and say oh this looks really fishy the next step is you actually have to go and like look at where this money's going and who it's going to correct
2: mm-hmm. yes and if you look at the actual filings it usually has their address or at least the city and zip code so if it's a really standard name you're able to you know search it adding in the zip code or city and then uh something else I was going to add is that there's a way it's, it's kind of confusing, but I do have a link to it. Um, uh, I remember I, every time I'd go back on the Cal, Cal access site to find it, I would be like searching for 10 minutes to find it, but you can search by a particular expense, um, uh, like see who else has paid these consultants or this company. And that's like, if a lot of people are using them, they're probably a very legit company that's popular and they're getting the work done and people want to use them. But if it's, yep. If it's something that's standing out to you and only one candidate is using them that doesn't mean it's a red flag but it could be
1: is it is the, the website opensecrets.org or open yeah, it's
2: actually on cal access but oh, okay. like i said i have a link it's just it always takes forever to find
0: so here's an example talking about mailers this is brian dolly first thing two hundred thousand dollars campaign literature and mailings so
1: and that's what it should cost to mail
0: out covering a whole state, correct? Yeah, uh, a whole state for governor, it's, yeah. And he also has another $50,000. So. And then another is radio airtime and production costs $50,000. Um, and more mailings, $25,000. So these are things that like you look at and go, okay, this looks pretty straightforward. Um, print ads, $15,000. Nothing really out of the ordinary here. Nothing that you would go, this seems really odd. Um, does, Dal- does does he have uh, any charges at Foot Locker? Um, not that I see. Um, HM? <laughs> none at at Bath H&M. Beyond,
1: just want to make sure it's clear it all.
0: Uh sign a Rama. Uh, no, not at Ralph's. It doesn't look like Tra- um, Trader Joe's. No, nothing at Trader Joe's. Uh yeah, I mean it looks like I mean this looks like this guy's actually trying to run a campaign, so that's always a good thing. Um I'm trying to, if we can want to go, go
1: sorry,
0: Sorry. that's
1: okay.
2: Plus in the case of Brian Daly, you can check his voting record because he is current assembly. So you can see how he's voted on issues.
0: Yeah. I just want to go back to like major Williams real quick.
2: Oh, real quick. That's never quick.
0: Yeah. No, we'll go back through this one. Let's see. Expenditure made. You can go to historical if it's like earlier, um,
2: You'll what want to go to the 2021, I think, for the special
0: election.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No expenditures found. Where's his old campaign? The first you one have, that I, I did. Are
2: you clicking on historical?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's the, see, uh, huh. interesting. Go Yeah.
1: Oh, what does it
0: say? I was trying to find the one that I originally did to show, like, stuff that that makes it, a big it was
1: it was from uh 2020 it's 2021
0: he has no uh whatchamacallits mm, Yeah, that was 2019 2020 anyway um well we can move on to another candidate and, and we'll move on to the next site which is the fec um and corinne you like the fec because that's one place you like to deep dive on so um you mentioned joe collins a couple times you want to jump into joe collins
1: We can. I haven't in a while. Um, Okay. But yeah, sure. We can. Let's look. Let should we look at? Well, I feel like we kind of have an, we have an advantage because his twenty, I think it was twenty nineteen and twenty twenty reports looked vastly different from his most recent reports. The twenty nineteen and twenty twenty reports. There's a Daily Caller article about it. You can just Google it, Um, Mm -hmm. which I think that's also very important to start with, is just Googling them and seeing any articles, um, Googling as much as you can, scouring their social media finding where you can find. People have a pretty hard time of hiding who they are. Uh, they're usually telling themselves with the words they use, the things they say, the things they repost, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I believe his most recent, either from 2021 or 2022, his most recent, um, campaign filings look a little more legit than they did in twenty nineteen mm. and twenty twenty. But yeah, let's do let's do that.
0: Let's see. Joe Collins. Um where's he running? California 43 was against Maxine Waters, correct?
1: Yeah, that was the old one.
0: Yeah. Let's go to that one because that's the one where he made a butt ton of money. Um, yes. Let's see. Total spent so when you go to the fec website they're very good you can put in anybody's name and they'll bring up all the different campaigns mm-hmm. um why is it not doing anything Oh, the 2020 well, election that's
1: 2018
0: that's not what we want
1: but i don't is that
2: his I mean, his current one that says 43rd might be correct because he switched districts in the middle of the election. Uh,
0: yeah, now he's running in Ted Lieu's district. So, here we go. Is this it? Here we go. Okay, so this is 2020. And you can look at total contributions. This was the big one for him. This is the one where he got the fancy Arsenal Media. Uh, I'm, you know, doing my, I'm walking through downtown or Compton or what, South LA. Yeah, like
1: by um, Matthew Waters House.
0: Yeah, and he was, and he raised ten million dollars. Um, that was the the hottest. That was the hotness in twenty twenty. Was the I'm walking through my dilapidated, rundown district. Uh, there's hey, another those, congressional. Those ads campaign.
1: raised a lot of money.
0: They did raise a lot of money, millions and millions of dollars. So he got ten million dollars right here, ten point six million dollars. Um, and then you can see contributions, and then you can go down here to total disbursements. Is kind of like expenditures on the statewide. He spent $9.9 million of it. So that's a lot of money he spent in 2020. And this is one where you can look through. Um, am I looking at browse disbursements? So sort of the same thing, like with the state where you can look up all their disbursements. Um, again, I like to start and like do the amounts at the top um, and we can kind of go down and look Uh Radio advertising, that looks fine. Fundraising, Mm -hmm. outdoor advertising, TV advertising, more fundraising. Um, More fundraising.
1: Yeah, this all looks normal.
0: This all looks normal. And then we kind of get down a little.
1: (laughs) I mean, it looks normal, but look at
2: particulars. It might be just because it says fundraising that doesn't. That's true. Adverti- I look at what advertising is. What is advertising? Start looking at that.
0: Yeah. And, and look at some of these. We've talked about this before. You can look at some of these media corporation or these media advertisings, and sometimes they'll just be like, we're going to buy you Instagram followers.
2: Exactly.
0: So you have to be careful about it says advertising consulting. Um, I think it's this company infused media corporation, which is one of those ones where you pay them and they increase your Instagram followers. So it looks so great like, when. Yeah,
1: it's like bots. Like, you're like paying for fake followers, which makes people you like you're popular. And then yeah. if you're popular, that means people like you. If people like you, that means you're credible. And if you're credible, that means you have a chance and that people should give you money. So there's um there's an argument as to why somebody thinks it would be smart to pay for fake social media followers. But yeah. That's not what people are giving you money
0: for. It's not going to win you an election.
1: Yeah. And
2: he spent 10000 on Instagram following. You can buy interactions, you know, little comments, likes, viewers on your lives, as well as followers. And it's funny because if you find some of the companies, you'll see it was like X amount of dollars a month. And then you literally look at their website and they're like, for X amount of dollars a month, this is what we'll give you. And you're like, I know what you bought. And it turns out $10,000 was a small amount compared to some of the other uh, candidates.
1: And uh, so, what I would do here in this case, I don't know if there's another way to like organize this. It might be on Open Secrets. I don't want to confuse the viewer, like the viewers, but um, it'll show who it'll organize it in terms of like how much money they gave to each company like who they gave the most money to so then it's kind of easier um to look up these companies so right now i would literally google like century city consulting and then you would see if they do they have a website um if they don't have a website then you would click on um if you could click on the receipt and see do they have an address do they have an office can you call and see if they're a real legit business um, i would go to um, campaign solutions Uh, limelight media. I would just Google these things to see if there's a website. If they don't have a website, like mm, that, that, that to me is very sus. Um, because what people do, I'm not saying this is the case here, but what people do is they will say, um, Hey brother, sister, let's open an LLC called XYZ consulting and I'll give you $20,000 a month. And then now my brother and I have $20,000 a month in our you know, in our pockets in our bank account. And I give him five, I take 15 and it's the easiest money I've ever made. So that's, that's, that's what people do and how they give themselves like, you know, kickbacks with this stuff. Um, so I think it's important to see if this stuff, if these companies are legit, so I would literally, if I, I would just start Googling these, um, consulting companies, these, you know, um, uh, yeah, like they all consulting, consulting, consulting. So how many, uh, and I don't know. This may be foolish of me, Phil. You may know better. How many consultants does a candidate usually use?
0: I mean, I guess it depends on the race, the size of the race. Yeah. Um, there's a, a, a like an assembly race. You might be using one company because mm-hmm. you're not you're not going to be using multiple consultants who are all going to have different opinions. You're going to kind of. Mm-hmm go with a consulting company that has a track record that says hey this is the roster of candidates that have won with us and this is what we do you're not going to hire two different ones and they're both going to be kind of conflicting um and i now it's sort of like coming back to me from the video i did on joe collins and if anybody Mm -hmm. wants to watch that video on joe collins it's on this youtube page um campaign solutions i remember looking up there's somebody yeah they're out of Virginia. I remember their, their phone didn't work. Um, very sketchy website that looks like it was built like in a day. And Century City Consulting was the one that I looked up that was created in an apartment two or three months right before the election. So he dumped a lot of money into Century City Consulting, and he never really answered who is Century City Consulting. And why were they started two or three months right before an election? Um, that's usually a huge red flag. Because usually consulting companies are established, they've been around, they don't just pop up in the middle of an election and you don't pay a brand new consulting company fifty, sixty thousand dollars for just popping up right before the election.
1: Correct. Correct. When you've paid the other consultants five, ten, fifteen, twenty
2: thousand dollars. You yeah. can also search on, on the FEC site if you go back to um on like on the main page it says camping finance data and then you can click on that and click on spending and you're able to you know click disbursements from there and find search for a particular name of a company and then you can put in a candidate's name and see how much they spent on that company or see what other candidates are using mm-hmm. that same company those consultants and whatnot
0: yeah like another good example is I brought up Arsenal Media before. Like Arsenal Media charges an arm and a leg to do their campaign ads because they work and they raise a crap ton of money. Um, But that's an example of like, you see, you may see the number and say, wow, they're spending a lot of money on this company. But if you look up Arsenal Media, you'll see that they're an established company. They have a roster of candidates. You'll see that they worked with, um, I'm sure. I mean, Joe Collins was one. Kim Klasik was one. Madison Cawthorn, I believe, was one was Lauren Boebert. Another one like it was like this whole wave of Republicans who used Arsenal media. But those are the type of consultant companies you're going to look at and go, okay, this is legit. They just charge an arm and a leg. But if you look them up and they don't have anything, that should be the big red flag that something fishy is going on here. Right. Agree. <laughs> yeah, it's like agreed. Uh let's see. I'm gonna poke through. Um, there were some other things that stood out when Joe Collins in 2020. Um, you really to have
1: to like put on your detective cap and like be kind of vigilant in it and go down the rabbit hole with like every entry company, uh, yep. and then it kind of things things will get fun.
2: I do want to point out real quick as I mentioned you can look up the city and state you know, where these companies are, where they're spending the money, but big companies like Uber are based in California. And so if you're looking at a candidate in another state and you're like, why are they using Uber in California? Well, that's just where the billing goes to. Uh, Yeah, You have to be careful about stuff like that. You can't start freaking out about like, why did they have all these airline tickets in Texas? No, I think like a few of them are based there, so.
0: Yeah, like the Palm restaurant, uh, I'm assuming this might have been a fundraiser for $14,000. I don't think this was like just one tab, mm-hmm. but it's quite possible that was. it says food and beverage. Um, that, that could have been a fundraiser. And that's another thing you can go back and look on their social media or their website. You can go back and see were they advertising a fundraiser at the Palm restaurant? at any point because if they were then you can say okay well that makes sense that he had a fundraiser at the palm restaurant um usually you want to advertise fundraisers because you want to get as many people there you don't want to keep it a secret but um those are ways you can kind of cross-reference and like karim was saying you got to put on your detective hat and go down the rabbit hole of like why would they spend fourteen thousand dollars at the palm restaurant was it a fundraiser let me go to their social media let me look And see what they were doing at that time um, back in 2019. So, around that time, not necessarily July, but um, at least in 2019, what did he have a fundraiser at the Palm? So, and this Donatelli Connell made a butt ton of money off Joe Collins, who I think was a consultant. So, but still, that's a lot of money.
1: This is a totally off-subject question, but how many campaigns does a consultant have to lose before people don't need their consulting anymore? Just curious.
0: Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, at a certain point you can only fleece so many candidates into believing you're a good consultant and then sooner or later a good candidate's gonna be like, how many campaigns have you won or how many successful campaigns have you done and if you say well none nobody i've represented has gotten elected that might be an issue um but if you only fleece one and you're good at fleecing one candidate it's very lucrative it looks like you can make a lot of money uh he spent this is another thing this might be another fundraiser eight thousand dollars at the trump international hotel um and or arsenal this is what i was talking about $8,000. So um, security equipment, $9,000 at Costco. I don't know what security equipment is, but uh, so that's a, that's an example of the FEC. So if you're looking at anybody congressional, this would be where you go. Um, The next, there's other sites I want to move on to. You guys brought up open secrets a lot. So this is one that I actually had opened up. If you guys want to talk about what is open secrets and how do you use open secrets, which is a great site.
2: Corinne, that's you.
1: Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to go through it. Um, let's see. I've done this. I've used open secrets. I think open secrets I like to use to see. Uh, so we just looked at ways to see what candidates were spending. I like open secrets to see who's giving money to candidates. Like who will this federal uh, candidate, like uh, a congressional candidate, who will they be beholden to once they get into office? So mm. I... Um, I mean, we can put, I don't know, Dan Crenshaw, his name. Let's see, like, he's a big name. He accepts money. So he's, uh, I like to see.
0: So would you click on his campaign finance summary or? Yeah. Okay. Uh, So he's raised. Is that $19 million?
1: Uh-huh, that's what it says, from yeah, from 2019 to 2020. So this, I think, is a little old. Um, but let's see, scroll down a little bit. I thought there was a way to click. And I forgive me, I haven't been on here in like a month or two. I'll scroll down a little bit. Um, yeah, right there where it says top industries. Are any of those right. links? Yeah, are any of those, is that a link?
0: Uh, he's a top recipient of following industry: gun rights and real estate.
1: Okay, so he's um, a top industry of gun rights. He's also not speaking at the NRA. I'm curious to see gun rights meaning what. So is that from like the NRA or from smaller organizations? So he's not speaking at the NRA convention this week. Um, mm-hmm. He is instead in Ukraine, where we've he's he just voted to send 40 billion dollars to.
0: Yeah, so um, you could see like those gun rights 99 thousand dollars
1: um
0: do they have
1: gun rights so it's funny how they put gun rights up there and that's like at the bottom of his uh bottom of his list um sorry because i I don't have the mouse okay those are some links but i thought that uh sorry for the viewers this is a little slower than we anticipate i'm trying to like scroll up and i can't Uh um I know from what I looked at, you can look at what companies donated mm. to him, not just the, uh, industry but the companies. And so we saw that like Microsoft donated, like was, they weren't a big donor, but they gave him a, a small chunk of change. I would say, um, I believe there were some like ph- pharmaceutical companies that did, I could be, I could be wrong. Um, I think another good
0: site and they're, they're I think they're in partnership. You do. FollowTheMoney.org is really there good go. as well, um, and they're—I think that they're—they're they're partners with Open Secrets, so mm-hmm. you can see like if you go to candidates um, and mm-hmm. just uh, Dan Crenshaw, yeah. they have all this information, and it will show you like so in this last race in 2020, or in this mm-hmm, race yeah. right now, you go to that one and you click on it and it's going to open up a bajillion tabs for you so if you're someone who likes a bajillion tabs on your you can see the different uh top donors top industries
1: so do top donors yeah
0: and this shows you this is a really great um, way go. to see. yeah this is i think what you were talking about you can Absolutely. see all the different companies um so petroleum veterans national association of realtors National Beer Wholesalers Association. Um, but you can see all the different companies that Lockheed Martin, no shocker there. Uh, oh, my
1: gosh. That's so bizarre that Lockheed Martin donated to him, and he just voted to send $40 billion to Ukraine to continue their war. That's so bizarre. Who would have guessed? Kind of
0: like Halliburton, Halliburton as too? well.
1: Oh, my gosh. I'm so shocked.
0: I know. He looks shocked. So, when people... Yeah, so this is what—that's uh, why I like this site. Follow the money. This is something I always tell people: is like, if you ever want to know why are certain politicians voting a certain way, just follow the money. Literally, go and look at like who is giving the money. Lockheed Martin gave him eleven thousand dollars for this recent campaign,
1: and that's not even a lot of money. But I think that's what's the cap thirty thirty thousand. I think so.
0: Yeah, they can't give him unlimited amounts, um, but like if he has a super pact and they're donated a bunch of money to a super PAC or something like that i would find it hard
1: to believe he doesn't but could be wrong
0: um but yeah you can go through here the follow the money is another great great source Uh, a lot of petroleum companies which makes sense because he's in texas Uh, Mm -hmm. totally makes
1: sense
0: other companies at&t boeing and you can also do if you want to do similar to open secrets you can just do this (sighs) um Security health
1: investment. professional
0: what's health professional does it say see i think you can click on and show oh man now it's getting give it a second uh, mm-hmm. it
1: definitely just popped right up.
0: but you can really dive into a lot of this stuff if you want to see You can see if the pharmaceutical companies donated to him.
1: Does that mean they didn't donate anything to him or is it loading?
0: It's just, I think it's just a loading, right?
1: Oh, yeah. It's $103,000.
0: I think this is probably why they're partnering with Open Secrets because this site can be a little wonky at sometimes. It's dealing with thousands of databases. I was
1: going to say it's a lot of uh, stuff to organize
0: a lot of stuff, um. So, it breaks it down. If you really want to get this wonky, you can get very, very wonky with this stuff. Um, but yeah, follow the money. Open Secrets is also very good, and you can basically put in anybody and see.
1: Wait, does it? Where uh, did it say? a pharmaceutical companies gave to him?
0: Uh, I said healthcare. So let's go back. We can go back to this.
1: Yeah, I'm curious I'm curious since we're here.
0: For anybody who's listening on audio, I feel bad that you're trying to follow along on audio.
1: No, I wouldn't. Ex- I, yeah, I wouldn't. Uh...
0: People on audio are like, "What the heck are you guys talking about?" <laughs> this is one you have to tune into YouTube and watch. Um, top industries—that's where we're going, right? Healthcare professionals.
1: I also uh, think it's important to note that, like, it's hard. It's like.
0: Here you people go. That know,
1: okay. People that know a lot about this stuff are usually in this industry and then they will usually want to explain or excuse away why some of this looks the way it looks. So it's, mm. it, it even still for me, it's kind of hard to get answers because people don't want to like ruin it for themselves or give it up. But they'll be like, Oh no, it's normal that Bill Gates would give, you know, a few of these people money where it's like, does, you know what I mean? Like, does do you need to yep. accept the money or can you return that check? Because no, I'm my, you know, my uh, constituents elected me for a reason. It's not to represent Bill Gates or it's not to vote yep. on behalf of Bill Gates. So, uh, you know, I, I've had candidates that I know very well kind of explain some of this stuff away and I'm mad at myself. It.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, you can certainly reject money from anybody. You don't have to take money from pharmaceutical and Lockheed Martin. You can say, well, I'm not going to take money from weapons producers because I don't plan on voting for anything that is going to help them. Um, so you're not required by law to accept any contribution. You can turn away a lot of this stuff. And if you want to make it a big deal, you can say, Hey, Bill Gates tried to give me this check. And I said, no, sir. Mm -hmm. Um, and make a you know a nice little social media post. Now, the next thing I want to talk about outside of the money, and um, this is the last kind of point I want to talk about in terms of red flags and what we can look at, is when you're looking at certain races, you also have to look at, do they have a shot? So we've brought up Joe Collins a lot, and I think it's because he's a good example, is he ran against Maxine Waters in 2020 now maxine waters and i have to make sure i find the right little uh it's very hard in this little map right here
1: you can Adam Sch- it, you can yeah. also what i think is a what what i do which is a, an easy way is if you just go to like i don't know what search engine you're using but any of them work just put in congressional district ca43 yeah or like congressional district 43 california and it will pull up the wikipedia page for it and it will mm-hmm. give you a breakdown of uh, registration gap the cook index um like the demographics of the district i don't know if this cook political report i know for a lot of the cook stuff i wanted to look at you had to like subscribe and it was like 500 bucks a year or something i didn't do it um but the wikipedia page will break down every district um and then it will tell you like who's running in the dc and the rc so it gives you like a, a nice picture of a lot of what you want to see
0: yeah uh well I I have mm-hmm. that pulled up we can look at Ballotpedia I like Ballotpedia
1: okay um, is that what you're on right now
0: this is the Cook Political Report but this oh, is okay. uh this so this is where they get these numbers and this is an important number to look at in terms of what district are you running in so right now Omar Navarro is running against Baxley Waters in California 43 the congressional district and their rating is solid D uh, and their estimated PVI is plus thirty four. Now, Corinne, do you want to explain what, like what does that mean when it says like plus thirty four for Democrat?
1: Yeah. So what it does is it takes uh, the Cook in the, this Cook political report or the Cook index takes history and data of how it takes a lot of data, but it includes over the past like I want to think twenty years or the past twenty elections of. Um, how the district voted in one way or another. Um, I think uh, I, I'm not sure if demographics play into that. I'm not 100% sure if like the registration gap uh, falls into that. But if you Google Cook index for it, it'll tell you how they get the number. It's usually how strong a district is Democrat or Republican. Um, but a mm-hmm. D34 seat where it says right there, it's a solid D. And um, if you can see it on the map, it's like dark, dark blue. That means that A Republican has no chance of winning that's
0: yeah
2: I believe it has to do with like the percentage over the national average of how they like if the national average was whatever percentage of voting Mm -hmm. for a Republican versus Democrat in Mm -hmm. the presidential election maybe or just in the last election and then it's like they voted that much over the average so they're like really high up there with like the average is whatever but they're like way higher like 34 is that's that's a very high number
0: that's it's, a yes. very safe district
1: for a democrat a yeah yes. for a
0: democrat uh, i mean maxine waters or any democrat that is a very safe district the rule that i've heard and you, you can let me know if you agree with me or not is that competitive districts are usually if it's 10 points or less so yes, if it's a district that's, that's 10 points or less, you can correct. make a run at that district.
1: In in one um like campaign cycle, yes. If it's 10 10% in a 10 a D10 district or below, then yes, you can win that in one campaign cycle. If it was a little higher, like a D15, it might take you a lot longer, of um, a lot of groundwork, a lot of effort. But yes, a dark blue district, as yeah. you see it for the color and a D thirty-four. Yeah. that's not that's not going anywhere republicans don't get don't send your money there you are wasting your money you're wasting your time you're wasting your energy and that doesn't mean ignore the people but that just means don't put all your eggs in that basket spread your money and your eggs around to those light blue districts and those pink districts and those districts that are in the middle or purple um yeah. so that we keep the seat instead of dumping money into a bottomless pit that we're not going to win that seat
0: yeah and and not to i mean we're going to harp on Joe Collins because he's a perfect example here in California. Um, You think about in 2020 that we dumped or people dumped $10 million into Joe Collins race um, in a district that was unwinnable to begin with. And you think about what you could have done if you'd taken that $10 million and given it to other candidates in closer races. And if you, it's in the words of Bernie Sanders spread the wealth around, you probably could have made a whole bunch of more races competitive if you gave, I don't know, 10 other districts a million dollars. They it would have put them over the top to flip a lot more districts. Um, so that's why looking at who's running, if they have a fancy video, if they have a great campaign ad, I know it lights social media on fire and, and you know someone like Benny Johnson may post it and then a bajillion people see it and give money. It's important that you look at what district that person is actually running in. And if you double check and say, Oh crap, they're running in a district that's plus 34 Democrat. I'm not going to give my hard earned money. Um, So Omar Navarro is now running against Maxine Waters. He's got no shot. And I think he's actually in the red when it comes to his campaign, according to his most recent expenditure. I think he has like a couple thousand dollars. He had, he started with like no money on hand, made 4,000 and somehow still has no money on hand. Um, Just for an update, Joe Collins is running in this race now. Not any better. It's plus 21. So it's against Ted Lieu, who is definitely safe. He's not going to win that race either. Um, But for... I was Let's see if I can find it.
2: Now, I know you're going to get a little bit of pushback on this. What do you say to someone who says that what is the point of a Republican governor running in California that is obviously a very blue
1: state that's what i was going to say let's do california because as i'm going through my messages i've had about posting about this video we're doing i've had about a dozen people ask me who should we vote for for governor of california mm-hmm.
0: well we can talk about that i want to let's do it. point out uh as the flip side we're talking a lot about races that are not races you should invest in um uh, but california six is someone who uh we support is running in that district uh, and that is only a plus eight. So, when we're talking about like races that are definitely winnable, they're tough, but they're winnable. A plus eight California six is a district that is winnable and can be flipped. And the, I believe the National, the Republican National Committee has recognized that this is a flippable or winnable district. So, um, that's an example of a light blue district that, with the right candidate who knows what they're doing um and it's Tamika Hamilton who's running in this district. Uh it's possible. All,
1: It's also important for people to know that if somebody is running in a medium blue district and they aren't running in a dark pink or even a red district, are going to have a vastly different message. Like somebody running in a blue district, a va district is going to be vastly different message. To win than a Republican in a pink district or a red district. Yeah. so Keep that in mind.
0: Absolutely. Um, so I, I know if I know Karim brought up people are asking her questions. If you guys have any questions, you can put them in the chat and we'll get to them. Um, last thing I want to touch upon, and then we can talk about the governor. This is the site that I was talking about, Ballotpedia. So you can look up any, um, really, any district or any race, California congressional. I like to go here. Um, Give me a number. 43 is that the one we were looking at? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, So you can look at this. This is a great place to look. This will tell you what's going on. Um, Blanket primary. Maxine Waters. Um, This was the race in 2012. If you want to get an idea of who ran in different races. And uh, yeah. So this has a. This is a great place to look at districts and figure out more information about it. Um, so with that, you were saying people were asking about governor in California. What's the, what's the question? What are, what are our thoughts about who to?
1: The question was, who do we vote for? Um, I think that this, this gubernatorial race is vastly, again, vastly different from the recall race, recall election. Um, I think that Republicans actually had a shot in the recall election. That may have been a, I don't know, naive wishful thinking on my part, but I can we, can we pull up California's either Ballotpedia and their stats? Or um, I also, if we don't have time to touch on it in this meeting or in this video, I also think it's important that people go to their um, uh, their states, Secretary of State website, and you can look at by district, like congressional district, or by state, how many um, Republican voters were either registered uh, like registered during somebody's campaign. So I know, like Joe Collins, did not have to bring him up again. Um, we'll talk about I registered fifty thousand Republican voters. But if you go you go to his district and you look it up, and you can see the like number of uh, voters registered or gained or lost. That, that Don't say that. Um, it doesn't match up. So people can say what they want, but the website show the proof and the data. Or somebody yeah. like Kim Klasik in her 2018 to 2020 race, uh, there was like a net loss over like 2,300, I think, registered Republicans. So if your district that you're campaigning and you're losing registered voters, you're not going to win a deep blue district by losing registered Republican voters. Um, so that's also very important to look at. Um, we did just
2: redistrict though. So it's a little confusing now, but yes, true.
0: That's, that's one of the caveats about ballotopedia for right now, they're still updating a lot of the redistricting. So you'll look at stuff and especially in assembly, it gets really confusing. Um, so, so just keep that in mind that they are, uh, they're, they're still figuring that out. So this is like what you, what you see when you look up California governor, um, Mm -hmm. You see Noodle's creepy face. He needs a better picture, and that picture just looks looks like a bad school picture. Uh, and it gives you a list of everybody who's running um, currently in the governor's race. Even though, so the primary that's coming up in a week or so, we'll figure out who the top two of these people are. I bet it's going to be Gavin Newsom, and um, I, I don't know. I don't want to make a prediction of who the second person would be. Um, but I can make predictions of who it won't be and it gives you withdrawn or disqualified candidates to give you an idea in 2018 Gavin Newsom won 61.9% of the vote to John Cox's 38.1% and he was a Republican
1: so, I will, I, we do know though that a lot has changed in California since 2018 with the lockdowns mm-hmm. with the increase of homelessness with the increase of crime with the increase of ga- gas with Uh, the increase of rent and housing. We know that California is losing, what, hundreds of thousands of uh, uh, residents a year. Um, So even, well, I guess California didn't get redistricted. Can we pull up like the current stats of California? Or... um,
0: Uh, Yeah, I believe so. I think we can...
1: Because I think a lot of Republicans and people I know are like, hey, Republicans have a chance this time because people are sick of um newsom and the democrats and um because i'm not voting in california anymore i don't live there anymore i i haven't looked it up after the recall election i've kind of um been off of it or off of california state politics i should say
0: uh let's see i thought it would have it on here but um are you looking for like voter breakdown
1: Yeah, I I would just go to like that or see if you can just Google like, well, I know for the district, if you pull it up, but if you pull up like California and just go to the Wikipedia page, what will it give you the registration breakdown? uh, I think the Secretary of State has it, but I don't remember exactly where. I know the Secretary of State has like the registration gaps, but it's, you know, like a you got to click and click and click and click and click to get here. Whereas I think the Wikipedia page kind of gives you all of it
0: okay let's look up wikipedia
1: but i don't know if it'll show up obviously for california i know it does for districts but i don't know if it'll you know if if you're not kind of specific about that you're looking for voter info if it'll show you
0: california voter yeah
1: just put up california and see if it gives you i think
0: if we just do california it'll tell us what the breakdown is of
1: Man, in case you didn't know, California like, is usually, a state
0: in the Western United States.
1: Yeah, over there where it gives you like um,
0: all these yeah, stuff.
1: Kind of where it says like median income, population. Does it show you? U.S.
0: House So it delegation. shows you all
1: those seats, right? Governor is a Democrat, lieutenant governor is a Democrat, state legislature, all that. Uh, Democrat, Democrat. The House delegation is 42 Democrats to 10 Republicans. So California is a supermajority, we know that. If you keep going down, does it show you like a cook index or, oh, there you go, government and politics. And then if you keep scrolling down, what's that little graph? It like, sorry, it's super small on my that's screen. Does the graph show you anything? Usually if you scroll down. That's
0: just the budget, so. Okay. Um, so here we go. There here we, we go. go. Yeah, it's Finally, all, it like as of April 8th, 2022. Time democrat uh 46.75 that's 10 million 10.2 10. almost 10.3 million voters are democrat uh 5.2 are republican okay. 5 million are no party preference Okay, that gives you an idea of the breakdown
1: okay and then there's almost a million independents And then green, all the other ones are little bitties. So Republicans, in order to win this race, would have to get every like every Republican vote, some of the Democrat votes, all of the no party given votes, and you know some of the independents. So um, does it give a Cook Index over there, or oh no, it just shows by like count what by district, by state district, what the breakdown is. So, I mean, I'm just going to take a, lo- a shot in the dark. I don't think the Republicans are going to win a governor's seat. Do you, Phil? No. Do you, Camille? No. So my suggestion is give your money to winnable seats. I think you it, you vote for who you like. I I think it doesn't matter. That's, that's what I'm saying. I know people are going to like that. It's not what you want to hear. It doesn't make you feel good. But... I would say, sure, the, the, who won the primary? Was there a primary? No, the primary is coming up. Um, I know the GOP endorsed somebody. That will probably matter. But for the primary, you just vote, I guess, who you like best because it don't matter. Republicans are not going to win the governor's seat. So do not give your money to any Republican candidate running for governor. Give it to a winnable no. seat, a local seat. that. Matters more, matters most. Yeah, like Phil always says,
2: local, 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 flip seats. Because it wouldn't matter if we don't flip seats and we have, you know, a Democrat majority legislation and then we get a Republican and then they're going to have a hard time getting things passed
1: because. But yeah, let's be honest. There was what, 42 Democrat, uh, like, legislator uh, seats. Assembly breakable. Yes, thank you. And ten Republican—that's a crazy supermajority. Why don't we worry focus about flipping some of those local, like those districts and California districts? Um, yeah. so the California is not a totalitarian regime run by the Democrats.
0: Yeah, and people, you know, when you really dive into like the legislature and you see how fast they can get a lot of these bills through because they have a supermajority you can really put a hamper on a lot of things if you get rid of the supermajority, And it changes how committees are and bills get bogged down in committees and then they don't make it to the floor and then they just die in committee, which is important. So there's a lot of stuff that just slowing, just kind of slowing the bleeding a little bit in the legislature can make a huge difference. And there's, you know, even if you were to reincarnate Ronald Reagan and somehow elect him governor of California, it wouldn't really change what's happening here in California because there's still a huge Democratic supermajority that can just ram bills through as a supermajority. They can it's veto proof, meaning they can just override any veto that the governor can do so they can't even stop it. Yeah. Um, so in terms of like who to vote for, uh, I mean, I, I don't believe in the I, I agree with you vote for whoever you think when it comes to governor, whoever you think is the best. Who has the best solutions, regardless of whether they have a D, R, or they're an independent. Like, just look at who the best is. Uh, I know a lot of people are like, Who should I vote for? Dolly or Tremino? And I'm like, I, I can tell you right now, I don't think either of them have a chance to win governor, so it doesn't really matter who you vote for. You could again, you could write in Ronald Reagan, it doesn't really matter. They're not gonna win for governorship. So it's the harsh Correct. reality, but it's Correct. it's true.
2: Correct. So and you're think, not recommending Major Williams. I just wanna clarify
1: that.
0: No, we are not recommending Major Williams no. and we're no. not endorsing Major Williams.
1: Okay. Yeah, anybody but that but that one. Um I will say I wasn't aware of like cook indexes and registration gaps and all that stuff. I just thought, oh, you get registered so that you can vote. Like, you know, I didn't even put this stuff together before twenty twenty, I would say, sadly. Um so Usually I look at this first to see, like, oh, is this a candidate I should give money to or I should get behind? I look at the Cook Index of the state, of the seat, of the district, and then I'll either say, ooh, not a snowball's chance and you know what? Or I would say, ooh, they have a chance. Now let me do some digging on them. So I actually start with the Cook Index because that will tell you if it's um, worth even looking into them or not.
0: Yeah. And Cook is only for um, federal, correct? House and Senate?
1: Yes. So for, I I believe, uh, is it?
0: I don't know. I don't know how far the rabbit hole goes for Cook Political Index.
1: See, I'm not sure. I think you can put in state districts, you know, 26 Arizona, and it will pull up like the state information for like the state district. I could be wrong, but that maybe that's why um, it's important to look at like, um, I think it does, but I think that's why it's important also to look at the registration gap. You can do that for a state like assembly district but I think the Wikipedia page will give you the Cook Index on it. Yeah. Don't quote me though.
2: I know we've gone over the I'm time, go- but can I add a few things of how I look into people, candidates? Yep.
0: Yeah, go ahead. There's no time. I can talk um, fast.
2: Uh, one of the things I do is if they claim to own a business or a nonprofit, I go to opencorporates.com, I search by name or the name of their alleged nonprofit or business. Uh, do they have other businesses? I look up, are they active Were they suspended? Were they, did they pay their taxes? Did you know, what did they do? If they have a nonprofit, then I search that nonprofit. You can search IRS nonprofit, and then you can actually look at the nonprofit and look at their financials. If the nonprofit company only earned 50K or less, they just get a little postcard and you're not gonna get very much information. It'll say like, oh, we sent a postcard out. But if they have more than that, then they are supposed to submit their uh, tax filings and you can look at them. So if they have this alleged nonprofit and their nonprofit brought in, you know, whatever amount of money, and you look at the filings and you see that they actually paid themselves most of the money that it made, like, where did the money go? You can actually look at the tax filing. You can see how legit is their nonprofit. Um, If they're claiming to be a business owner, do they have a business? What is the business? And again, it's not that it has to be a great business, but what are they doing and are they actually keeping up with their tax, you know, their filings? Were they suspended for a reason? What happened? Why were they suspended? Why was a nonprofit suspended, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so you have to look at those because there can be many red flags there. And again, where is the money going with a nonprofit? Um if they are constantly switching seats that they're running for, if in a small time frame they were running for Senate and then they were running for a district and then running for another district and another district and you're like, wow, they just switched districts four times in one month. Why? That's a red flag, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. So yeah. are, do they continue to run? Have they been like a candidate for 10 years and they're just living off of you know, their candidate financials? uh, do they have another job? Uh, you know, that's not necessarily a red flag if they have another job. I understand campaigning does take a lot of time, but did they have another job? What were they doing prior to running for office?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are all good. What was, I'm trying to remember the name of the defunct restaurant that had its license or it's uh, tax status suspended. That
1: it was kind of like, ra- it was like rallies or railing. Oh yeah. Or- I, bl-
0: she gave like a whole bunch of money to, and because yeah. it was for like a election night party. And she gave like hundred thousand dollars to like something.
2: something, but
1: yeah, I, I do not remember. Know the are cream
2: shots, but that'll take forever.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. There was a, there's a lot of shenanigans going on in the Republican Party.
0: Yeah, this a is a good site to to look at. Open Corporates is definitely a great site if you want to look up. So all kind of tying this all together, the Sherlock Holmes detective aspect of this is is you can have all these tabs open you can have your FEC you start to look at like their expenditures then you look at like the companies and then you say okay I'm going to go over open corporates and then I'm going to put the company name in and then you can kind of pull up like what's going on with them like I wonder if like Century City Consulting comes up but this is really where you start to go down the rabbit solutions.
1: hole mm-hmm.
2: Oh I always search their name with something like lawsuit, yep. arrest, court, and look through articles, look through images and everything. Do they have any, and you can actually make accounts and look up in your county, you can look up your your county superior court and search name records. You can look up bankruptcy. Now I don't want to like bab on anyone who has filed bankruptcy or anything, but if you filed bankruptcy and then all of a sudden filed to run for office, that's suspicious. Yep. Like if you yeah, find so yourself you combined and you're like, oh, I'm gonna run for office, like mm, okay, like maybe this not.
0: Century City Consulting. It was incorporated, I'll show you the 30th of July in 2020.
1: For so, an election that was in November of 2020?
0: Yeah, for an election that was in November of 2020.
1: So I think it was Joe Collins paid this company how much money is brand new consulting company?
0: Uh tens of thousands of dollars, I remember. I'm trying to look like let's go. Whoop, is it Maps.Google? I'm just giving you a, a quick example of like what it looks like when you, you want to look up something. So you have his oh, that's not, oh.
1: Century City Consulting. Oh, that
0: address.
2: While well, you look, kind of if a candidate blocks you for asking questions on their social media, that's a red flag. And I do want to say, in all seriousness, candidates are more accessible than you think. Um, they. We have this idea from you know TV and movies that to get and meet your candidates and stuff that you have to pay thousands of dollars and go to some black tie event and all this stuff. It Honestly, they're usually like in the back room of a church or a community building and it's like 16 bucks to get in because they just need to cover the cost of the event and stuff like that. When I look at my ballot, I have met most of the people that I, I and I, I mean, I've made it a point to meet most of the people, but I haven't gone to a single black tie fancy event i haven't spent more than 20 bucks to get into an event and i make it a point to go introduce myself i make it a point to say i'm watching you i have questions this is who i am
1: is it right there uh, i'm
2: taking this very seriously if you're yeah. on my ballot i want to know who you are you oftentimes you can call them i have called many of them uh amy Van west i talked to last year before she switched district she's running in the 47th district against katie porter she assured me that when she was running for the 45th, if Michelle ju- Michelle still jumped in for the 45th, she was not gonna switch districts because she was the one that could win the 47th. And then Michelle still jumped in and literally a week later, Amy Van West jumped ship. And this was after already switching from Senate to Congress earlier that year. I just, I get suspicious of stuff like that. And, and yep. I mean, she did lie to me on the phone. Then she lied about other stuff, but you
0: know, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, that's a big red flag when they're jumping from race to race. And especially in federal races, because you can you don't have to be in that district. So you can bounce from race to race. Um, you know, Omar Navarro switched races three times in the span of like two months because he was going to run against Kevin Kiley. Then he's not running against Kevin Kiley. And then he's back to running against Maxine Waters. Um, so this is the address. What you're looking at right now is the address I put in from Century City Consulting so you can look this up on google maps and um
2: what's the date you know, on that though uh
0: 2018 so it may be they may have built something here um but at the time this is what it, this is what it's looking like right now so but you can look at that stuff and that's the detective work that you can yeah i was the gonna say hole.
2: even on the filings oftentimes when they put the address on something you can go to uh, google Maps street view and you're yeah. like, that grocery store, that's not a gas station. Why are you claiming that you just spent $363 on gas at that grocery store?
0: Or the other thing you can do is you can just search the address.
1: Yeah.
0: And then sometimes you'll get like a Zillow ad or... If it's like oh, residential. Oh, yeah, Zillow would be good. Ah, here we go.
1: There it is.
0: So this is what I found when... This is the company that was created a couple months before the November 2020 election. Um this was
1: uh, yeah, it was like what three three and a half months before. So this is where the consulting company that he paid, well, I don't know, fifty, sixty thousand dollars to three months, three and a half months before the election, they were gonna yeah, this this company right here was gonna help him win. And so what does that mean? That that Fancy apartment, that fancy office building was knocked down since then and is now being rebuilt like you saw on Google Maps.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I, it's just shady because if like we said, if this company was legit, why they wouldn't be out of an apartment three months before?
1: Well, someone might have a home office. Like I know when we started Officer Tatum Business, he it was when he Brandon lived in an apartment in like North Scottsdale, and I'm pretty sure some of like um, on the incorporated it's still there, even though we yeah. haven't like he now has a legit office. We have a warehouse, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but
2: but Corinne, rationally, logically, if you're running to win an office, and all of a sudden you hear of a consulting company that's brand new three months before the election. And you're like, so what have you done? nothing we're brand new but we're really excited to work with you. great take all my money.
1: You have no total to you know make this happen. Yeah. Also if you look at when our company was incorporated it was like four four and a half years ago. So you know what I mean like we have grown and we're you know we're a legit business now with offices and warehouses. but yeah if they just started they're a- not trying to earn our vote either. Oh, well true but they they were just started as a consulting business in july for an election they were paid for in november like yeah a lot of money too it's very it's very suspicious
0: yeah there's a lot of stuff that's that's sketchy out there i don't think a lot of people look that's sort of the moral of this entire show is you have to look and you have to look at what people are doing and really put on your it's all here you just gotta put on your detective hat and just go Down the rabbit hole.
1: And a lot of the shady things that we've uncovered about these candidates, they were like different shady things. So, like, you know, this candidate is doing this shady thing. This candidate is doing other shady things. This candidate is doing other shady things that were found um, kind of in all of the different ways put together. So they're not all shady in the same way, if that makes sense. Well, some of them were. Well, yes. Some of them did all the things.
0: (laughs) True.
2: And so of, you, like you for think Santa there might Santa be Delta? a
0: school where they all went and learned how to do all the shady things. <laughs>
1: they have the same like book or something. And they usually like birds of a feather, you flock together. And like, it's no coincidence that all these shady candidates, you I'm like, at one point or another, we were friends with each other and connected mm. with each other and did events together. And yeah, it's like, we see you. Another, yeah, and all of a sudden,
0: go, go ahead. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, once one of them gets called out, one of the other candidates are like, oh i i don't know i just did i i I don't know i'm not really affiliated with that person anymore they're really quick to throw each other under the bus too so
1: dirtbags usually are we we found uh just to give you guys some uh you know some juicy stuff i'm sure that's why some of you are watching one candidate i'm not going to say her name um donated uh a lot of money to uh, what we looked up and found was a school and then we were able to find out it's the private school her daughter goes to <laughs> so it's like when you're giving money to a candidate are you thinking that oh I, I want her to win her district or are you thinking oh here's money i want her to give to her daughter's private school wow that's
2: the candidate spent a lot of money on a certain legal firm a lot of money when they're not even currently a candidate yeah
1: yeah one candidate in california like southern california spent money at a, sm- at a smoke shop <laughs> we google mapped it and it was legit he burned his money literally <laughs> it was, it was like Corinne like a- said though don't go looking for
2: problems like oftentimes people come to me and they're like i want you to research this person and i'm like well why what is what is your red yeah. flag you know you didn't like their clothes or you saw them lying or thought that, you know what are we looking for like that's always a starting point for me because if we're just looking for problems then we're just going to create problems
1: or like i disagree with them so they must be
2: but i mean if they are on your ballot you should look into them you know you have four or five options for your congressional seat you should probably look into all of them Mm
1: -hmm. yeah
2: you don't have to do some hardcore deep dive but you you know you want to actually choose the candidate that lines up with you best and you want to know that they're an honest person
0: yeah absolutely so any it's almost been an hour and a half um been definitely a, a jam-packed info session this was a great show i hope um, it was
1: helpful i hope we weren't too all over i'm
2: gonna come back it's gonna take me a few minutes but i'll gather all these links and add them as a comment to the youtube channel Oh,
1: wow, so great of
0: you yeah <laughs> i was gonna say i can add all these links to the show notes on audio i can
2: send you the ones i have and then you can add what you have
0: yeah i can add them to the description hmm. of the youtube video so that everybody can go back and find them and, and do their own digging and searching and stuff like that um, but any final thoughts you guys want to share before we log off for the day and everyone enjoy their Memorial Day weekend?
1: Vet your vet your candidates.
2: Yeah, and if you see something, file with who you need to file with. FPC, FPPC. FPPC is for California. You'd have to Google your specific state. But uh, you, you can yeah. file a complaint, and they'll look into it.
0: So if you if you do see shady stuff, you do have that availability to call them out or make a report about it. And that's the point of these uh, organizations. Hopefully they actually do their job and follow through on a lot of that stuff. But um, hold them accountable.
2: Oh, and I'm sorry, real quick. I'm just going to add if someone promises you something that they don't actually have the authority to do in office like. That's not necessarily a red flag, but you're like, mm, stay in your lane. You, if I elect you, you're not going to do that because you don't have any authority to do that. So be careful um, of,
1: of that, too.
0: Yeah. Governors can't unilaterally lower taxes. I'll just go with that. That has to be passed through the legislature. So any governor who says I'm going to single-handedly lower taxes, be careful of them. Um, but all right. Thanks guys for hopping on my fellow content predators glad we finally got this out right before the primaries um if you guys like this show make sure you share it with everybody always text somebody um and the audio version will be out soon and that's it everyone have a great memorial day weekend we'll talk to you later bye thank you
1: thank you Bill. bye